Random Inks Productions presents the Credible Nerds Podcast with your hosts, Justin and Mark. What's up, my nerd? Welcome everyone to the Credible Nerds Podcast, and today we will be talking about Star Wars celebrations, both past celebrations and the upcoming celebration that starts on April 11th and goes through the 15th, and it'll be held in Chicago, Illinois this year. So we'll be talking in depth about our previous experience, and we'll be talking about what we're looking forward to in the coming weeks. Uh, As always, my name is Justin, and I have my co-host with me, Mark. Hey guys, how's it going? And for a special treat today, we have a, a guest joining us, uh, someone who I've known for a few years now, and he's a celebration veteran. We have Devin. What's up, guys? How's it going? Happy to be here. Yeah, we're glad to have you on our show. Uh, like I said, we've we've known each other, at least virtually, for a few years now. And I think the first time we met up was in person was at Celebration Anaheim, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I think so. So 2015? Yeah. So Justin, I think, what was it? Was it rebelscum.com? The forums, I think. Yeah. I think I saw that you, we were from the same state and, and reached out and kind of hit it off from there. And then, yeah, celebration is what really brought us together in person. Yeah. Yeah. So it's good to have you on, on our podcast. So we can talk about some Star Wars celebration. Um, so we'll, we'll get into it with an introduction of, of you, Devin, and just kind of your background with... Star Wars and just nerd stuff in general. If you want to kind of let us know what your nerd cred is, um, we'll let you talk for a few minutes. Sweet. Let me switch gears here because today's been March Madness heavy. So I'm going <laughs> to switch gears. I'm just going to reach down here, change the gear a little bit. Oh, there we go. Okay. Okay. Now we're in nerd gear. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so like Justin said, I'm a, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I've been to this will be my seventh Star Wars celebration. Um, my fandom goes back to when I was probably six or seven years old. So I don't know if you guys remember back in the kind of the mid to late 90s. I want to say it was TNT or TBS that would air the original trilogy mm-hmm. like all the time. Right? They'd air these marathons, weekend marathons and stuff all the time. So I'm, I'm in the basement with my mom. We've got the TV on and, you know, changing channels, trying to find something to watch. And all of a sudden there's this, this fight on TV and there's two guys with these glowing swords, you know, going at it back and forth. And I'm just, I'm mesmerized. And my mom is like, Oh, this is star Wars. This is a really good movie. It was, it was return of the Jedi. So that kind of right off the bat tells you how, how, how screwed up my, my original (laughs) viewing order was of these movies. So I watched the first, well, no, it would have been the last like 45 minutes of Return of the Jedi Okay. that day. I, I sat down and watched it. And then at some point, Empire Strikes Back came on. I watched that. And from there, it was kind of a blur until I got the original trilogy on VHS the following Christmas, right? You guys remember like the THX, like... One last time, time. release. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And those were the ones with the Leonard Malton interviews too. Yeah. Right. So as a as a kid, I distinctly remember 
fast forwarding those. Okay. Cause that's, that's boring. Let's get to the good stuff. Yeah. Now I love those. Those are, those are some of the coolest interviews that I've ever seen, but those were like, those were gold to, to seven-year-old Devin. That was awesome getting those for Christmas. So after that, I got my first couple of action figures and was hooked from then on out. Um, was super into Lego as a kid. So when Star Wars Lego happened, that was like, that was a dream come true, you know, a match made in heaven. And yeah, that, w- that was kind of the beginning of the road for me. And as far as kind of where it went from there, I was, I was lucky to be introduced to the franchise at that time, I, I feel like, because that was a good time to kind of have the foundation of the original trilogy that I saw first, and then to have that anticipation and hype looking forward to the prequels. And then I was 10 years old when Phantom Menace came out. So I was, I was right in that golden age. Um, Yeah, it was, it was great. It was, it was awesome. So, um, and that, that kind of time period ties into what we'll talk about a little bit later, I guess, with, with my my celebration experience and how that all started. But yeah, my, my, uh, my geekdom runs strong for Star Wars. That's for sure. Nice. Um, and other stuff too. I will say, I will say like Disney owns both my wallet and my fandom <laughs> at this point in time. So much, yeah. much to my wife's chagrin, I think. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Marvel, Star Wars, Disney, um, you know, you name it. It's all awesome. Well, yeah, I mean, I'll, sure. Marvel, uh, Disney owns it, which is awesome in the negative sense. No, I, I, I like, <laughs> I like Disney because they put out a lot of movies, but I, Justin and I have talked about it a million times, my feelings, but, uh, so quick question, which is your favorite? You've seen them all, you like them all. And I know it's hard to talk, you know, like return of the Jedi and stuff when you think about the whole thing. Cause when I rewatch those, I like them because of the nostalgia, but I have a hard time watching them. I'm like, Oh, this is so dated. You know, like they just stand there and move these little glowing sticks. I'm going to watch, <laughs> you know, I'm going to watch, uh, Revenge of the Sith, where they're like flipping all over and crazy awesome stuff, right? And yep. uh, uh, aside from that, which which one's your favorite? Which one's like, man, this is the story never gets old. I know the the you know the popular answer is is Empire Strikes Back, obviously, right? That's my second favorite. I I always go back to A New Hope, to the original film, right? Just for me, and I don't even know what it is because because like I said, I don't I don't have a specific memory of when I would have seen that film for the first time but that's the one that for me just encapsulates what makes everything so magical about Star Wars right and kind of where where everything started and it has the DNA of where everything was going to go so a new hope for me yeah what other show could you watch where a brother kisses his sister and it's good <laughs> see that's what's that's what's good about it that 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 stayed innocent until the next movie and yeah. a, new hope, a new hope was pure <laughs> i always wondered like because you know like back in the, it was really uh i mean you guys know this right back when those movies coming out it was really conservative media right and uh, oh yeah so then you get something like that. And I wonder why no one was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. We can't, we can't be doing this. But uh, I don't know. I just make fun of Justin because that's his kind of uh, trilogy. Yeah, how many, no, how many I, kids have their moms cover their eyes in the movie? Yeah, no, right? no. In, in 1980. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. But no, I, I definitely like A New Hope as well. Uh, like you said, it's where it all begins. It's where, you know, it, it just comes off. And there's something about it that was mo- a little bit more special. You know, it's got that something, I think. So I can definitely agree with that. And I think 
Justin's told us his, he likes uh, the one with Jar Jar Binks, right? Oh, yeah. No, Revenge of the Sith is my favorite. And then it's pretty much three, four, five. And then, well, I do like Solo. Solo's yeah. rising up the ranks, rising up the charts for me. I really like that one. You know, the one I watch the most, I, I've always said I like Revenge of the Sith the most. Uh, but the one I watch the most is actually Rogue One. So I, I mentioned, you guys know my top two. Now, A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back. Uh, Got to put Rogue One in that number three spot. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm with you, Mark. That one's just yeah. cool. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. good. Yep, I, I really liked it. I, had a, I have a lot of fun with it. I watch it all the time. So yeah. It's funny because, yeah, I, I guess when I walked out of the theater for the first time, fun and Rogue One probably isn't the word association I would have. With, <laughs> with with the ending coming out of that movie but i i yeah every time i rewatch it it's just that third act especially is just just killer just oh yeah. awesome yeah and you know i really came out of there thinking like you know what they need to scrap obi-wan they need to scrap the mandalorian they need to scrap all that i want to watch darth vader go and just destroy everybody because that was amazing <laughs> that like 30 second clip of him just i was like I walked out of there and I was like, I will join the empire right now. <laughs> so two hour I, hallway fight. Is, yeah. Uh, I love it. Made, made for I you. I don't know what it was. I was just like, cause I don't know. You see the originals, right? And everyone's always scared of Vader. And I'm like, why? He just, this guy in a big black suit, like, you know, with, uh, uh, James Earl Jones's deep voice and he doesn't do anything cool. Right. I mean, they just stand <laughs> there and I know it's cause of the, you know, time it was made, but, then you really get to see him. You're like, oh, well, he's pretty awesome, actually. And I want to see what he can do. Yeah. I think there's something to be said, too, for, you know, all of, all of the parody stuff that's been done in, in the years between when we last saw Darth Vader and Rogue One. Just the fact that they were able to make him that again, right? That they were able to make him intimidating, scary, uh, a threat, you name it. Uh, is it just speaks volumes. I think we're I think we're missing that from the sequel trilogy. I think there just isn't that ominous presence that's carries you know the villain role. Kylo Ren's good. He has his own role though. He's a, his own personality, and it's I mean he wants to be Vader, but he's not. Anyway, that's no. a different episode, different podcast episode. We'll get into that some other time. <laughs> so you know, kind of a last question along this line with the movies. Where do you want to see him to go from here? We're going to get the last one coming out now and uh, you know, Skywalker saga is going to be gone. And uh, what, what do you want to see from here from Star Wars as a, as a big fan, someone that's been a fan, you know, since near the beginning. I, I mean, do you want to see an Obi-Wan movie? You want to see a Yoda uh, movie? What, I mean, what are you looking for as far as the future? I think so right now, you know, we're in a really special time with 2019, right? This, this is probably the biggest year year that star wars has ever had so i I'm, I'm just bracing myself right for the rest of this year and celebration in a few weeks when we're just going to be dumped on with news and information and everything so i think looking in the near future um i, I would love for episode nine to just wrap everything up not just for this trilogy but for everything right i i think it's been mentioned or jay has saying that that's what they're looking to do, right? Is, is to put episode one through episode nine, 
you know, in a nice package and, and wrap it all up in a satisfying way. So I'm looking forward to seeing how they do that, right? The, it's not an easy task that they're being tasked with right now to do that. As far as what's next, uh, yeah, I mean, dude, everything that you mentioned, Obi-Wan, Yoda, uh, I, I think with the Disney Plus streaming platform, there's, there's limitless opportunity there. That's going to be really cool to see how they tap into that. Uh, we know we've got The Mandalorian on the way. We've got Cassie and Andor on the way. Um, beyond that, who knows? You know, it, it could be cool to see them tap into some of those legacy characters, but also do something totally new, right? Something fresh that we don't expect. Uh, and I'm excited for that too. So I'm just going to kind of take it as we get it <laughs> and be excited for every new thing that's announced. Because, I mean, I have to say so far uh, since the Disney acquisition, nothing has really disappointed me at all in fact just the opposite i've been pretty stoked on everything that's come out and have enjoyed it so yeah man excited to see what bombs they drop on us in two weeks because <laughs> there's going to be a few yeah we're going to get a deluge of information maybe even too much if that's possible <laughs> not possible yeah I, as i said that i was like yeah that's that's a dumb statement <laughs> star wars the old republic oh yeah there's rumors of that too yeah, Benioff and Weiss, if, if the rumors are to be believed. Yeah, and I've, I've read that, and I'm a big older public fan. I played the MMO that came out. I played the originals that came out and, like, old school stuff. I actually downloaded on Steam just to play them again because I, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember those games, and they were like a dollar. So, And uh, I still loved them, so I, I keep hoping that they're going to – fingers crossed – yeah that'd be that'd be great there's yeah some cool storytelling potential in those for yeah. sure so y'all had a good stuff coming down the pipe and we'll I'm sure like uh, Devin said we'll find out a lot more at star wars celebration so what is star wars celebration i think anybody who's listening to this podcast would know or have a decent idea of what it is but basically it's you know comic con for star wars star wars comic convention it's Everything Star Wars related, it's um, movies, TV show, comics, um, cosplay, um, merchandise like action figures, Funko Pop, whatever they can put a Star Wars name on, it's there. Uh, It's Star Wars Mecca, I guess you could say, for five days. It's been going on since 1999 was the first one. Um, Was it May 1999, Devin? Um, I think... You know what? It was it was the last weekend of April. Okay. Also, cr- that crossed into May, so it was okay. April. Yeah, April slash May. Okay. Yeah. So it's been going on just almost twenty years. I think they do have a shirt at this year's celebration that I I want to get. It's uh says it's like the number twenty on the front and on the back is the logos of all the Star Wars celebration over the years. So it's kind of like a concert style. Yeah. Shirt, right? Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, I want, I want to get that. So 20 years, um, who goes to Star Wars Celebration? Uh, pretty much anybody. We got your hardcore fans. You got families. You got um, first-timers like Mark. Um, just anybody and everybody who likes Star Wars, who's interested in Star Wars, whether it's the movies, films, books, comics, whatever. It's, it's just a big gathering to celebrate Star Wars. So I've been to, I think this is my fifth celebration. My first one was, it was 2007, the 30th anniversary 
of A New Hope. And that was held in LA, California. That was my first. I convinced my wife and to go with me and bring our kids. I think they were like five and three maybe. So they were really young. But that was my first one. We went. We had a great time. Um, I went back to Celebration 5 in Orlando. I missed six, and then I went to seven, again with my family in Anaheim. Then I went to Orlando, this last this last one, which is by myself, and then now this one in Chicago. So that's kind of my history. And Mark, do you want to tell us your history? Yeah, so um, Justin's been married to my sister for quite some time. <laughs> Since his first one, and I've never been invited. I've told you all about him, right? I mean, it's like you were almost uh, there. My history's been amazing. Uh, (laughs) uh, Yeah, it works not better. I think last year you told me all about him. It was sounded amazing. Um, No, I (laughs) honestly, I probably couldn't have gone anyway. But uh, no, it's uh, I've heard about it before, and Justin and I started talking about going to conventions a long time ago um but i think always what's happened is we'll go to like we went to new york one year and then i think this was a little bit later and i couldn't go right it was like that next you know april is like i don't have any money left you know we just went to new york and yada yada so um i've just never been able to go but it, it sounded like fun so this is gonna be my first time super rookie um i have no idea what to expect i don't know what to do i've been watching you know the different panels come up and things and i think i'm just gonna be you know that wide-eyed first time uh, person like this is amazing this looks <laughs> awesome you know what's this what's that and gonna buy a lot of you know useless nothing but i'll keep it all away and uh, then i'll buy some good yeah. stuff and then you know <laughs> ask my wife if i can buy it after i do and you know forgiveness and all that so i'm excited it's uh, it'll be fun go with justin and and these guys, uh, just because, you know, they've been before, they know what to do, they, they know the cool things to see, um, you know, it, it, it'll be good. A lot, of, a lot of fun. Really looking forward to pictures and uh, meeting uh, some of the people that were there, listening to them, getting some autographs, uh, you know, just like you can in the other convention. And I'm actually excited to see some of the cosplay. Uh, I kind of get – it gets watered down here in Salt yeah. Lake. I'm You guys, I think, have both been to the – uh, fan X here, right? And I like the cosplay here, but it seems, for some reason in Salt Lake, it seems a lot more uh, Halloween-y, because <laughs> you don't uh, see a whole lot of variations in the Comic-Cons of the Star Wars, but I think that uh, I can expect to see some cool stuff uh, at the at the Star Wars convention. Uh, imaginative, so yeah, you'll definitely see some good stuff there. All right, Devin, uh, you've been there, you've been going to Celebration the longest out of all three of us. So what's your, been your celebration experience in the past? Yeah. So I kind of, I alluded to 1999, right. And we talked a little bit about the first celebration. So I, my experience kind of mirrors yours, Justin, up to a point. So I went to uh, celebration one, missed celebration two, went to celebrations three, four, and five, missed six, like you did. And then, um, where were we at after that? Am- Anaheim, yeah. Orlando. Yeah. And, and that's it. And then Chicago. Did you go to any of the Europe's or Japan? I, I have it. Yeah. That's, that'd be a cool bucket list thing to do. That'd be really cool. 
so there's been uh, there's been two in London, uh, one in Germany, and one in Japan for for the listeners. So kind of a, a good spread of different locations. But yeah, that would be that would be awesome to to go to an international one. But um, yeah, celebration just so I was a kid. I was 10 years old, like I said, when Phantom Menace came out and, and the same time that, that the first celebration happened. So I remember coming home from school one day and I had seen ads for Star Wars Celebration. No one knew really like what it was or what it was going to be at the time. Um, just that there were these ads for, for this fan event that was happening. And I remember telling my parents about it and really wanting to go and, you know, never thinking in a million years that it would it would happen. Right. So get home from school, me and my brother and my dad, you know, lets us know that, Hey, we jump in the, jump in the truck. We're going to drive to Denver. We're going to drive overnight and go to, go to the star Wars convention thing. Um, and that was, that was just, it was awesome. I don't think I've ever been more psyched or surprised by anything in my life. Yeah. Uh, Is your dad a star Wars fan? Uh, not really. I mean, neither of my parents, are kind of into pop culture and, and stuff like that, but they've always been supportive, which is, which is awesome. Um, you know, obviously your dad, your dad is willing to drive 14 hours or whatever and, and spend, spend three or four days at a, at a geek con with you. Yeah. How so, old is your brother? Is he older? He's a year and a half younger than I am. Oh, okay. so we're pretty, yeah, we're pretty, pretty close in age. Um, so growing up, like we would, you know, we would play, episode one racer together we would play play legos together all this stuff and he kind of he's not as into star wars as i am he'd probably go to celebration if the chance came up and the stars aligned for him but um had a great time at that at that celebration so for those who haven't heard anything about the first celebration uh <laughs> justin you're here uh, kind of laughing there I've heard the stories. Yeah, it's uh, Star Wars Woodstock, as it's affectionately affectionately been dubbed. It was, it was a mess. It it rained and it snowed a little. It was bit. outside, right? It was outside for the most part. I mean, you picture like big, big white circus tents, right? Like these big giant tents um, outside, and it was at an aircraft museum in Denver. So part of it was in there, and part of it was outside. Most of it was outside. And the tents were leaky. It was raining all weekend, um, but it was awesome. It's kind of it's one of those things that, like, when it's happening, like it's it's rough. But when you look at it afterward, it's just it's awesome, and the memories are strong, and and it was so cool. So cool. Uh, what what sort of things did they have at that first celebration? Was it autographs? Were there mini panels, or what? What exactly did they do? So it was. <laughs> Compared to, to today's standards, not even like celebration standards, right? But convention standards in general, um, like it was, it was, it was nuts. Like it was, it was the tents were full of like exhibitors and stuff like that, but not anything like you'd see now, right? Like it was just, you know, mom and pop shops selling, selling whatever action figures, posters, whatever. Then they had kind of a, a makeshift panel set up with a stage probably you know four or five hundred folding chairs uh all in this in this area and then in the aircraft museum part you'd have yeah you'd have star wars exhibits and um stuff going on kind of interspersed with like 
an F-16 fighter jet or, uh, you know, a, a Black Hawk helicopter or something. And so really kind of eclectic, right? Um, and there was, yeah, there were panels. So there was an episode one panel. We didn't go to a lot of the panels just because, you know, we were, we were total newbies at that point to, to this whole convention scene. So we spent most of the time kind of cruising through the con, looking at who was there, um, checking out the merchandise and just, just trying to stay dry, man. It was, <laughs> it was torrential. <laughs> okay. Were any of the actors there? I think Anthony Daniels was there. That's the one I remember yeah. people talking about, but we're like, yeah. So he, Jackson, Jake Lloyd. Yeah. So Anthony Daniels, he, um, he has a pretty, pretty strong tie to celebration. He, a lot of people don't realize that he helped organize that first event. Um, he and he and a guy named Dan Madsen, who was the, the former head of the fan club, yeah. the Lucasfilm fan club at one point. Um, so yeah, Anthony Daniels was was very present. He was on stage all the time. He was, um, you know, he was there. But most of I want to say most of the episode one, the principal cast was there, except maybe like Liam Neeson and Ewan McGregor. Yeah. Um, but yeah, everyone else I think was was there at some point. So. Cool. Yeah. So then you went to Celebration 2. I, I, I actually didn't. Yeah. So that one, that one we missed. We oh, were, you missed it. Okay. Yeah, still, still a kid. I was, what, 12 years old, I think, at that point. And we were, we were moving around as a family and things were a little crazy. So three was, three was the next one I went to. Oh, three. Okay. And, and kind of the lead up to Revenge of the Sith. And that was, that was different. That's kind of where you started to see Celebration morph into more of what it is today. Right. With, with, well, number one, it wasn't outside. Yeah. Right. That, that, yeah. That's a big part. I mean, it was the Indianapolis convention center. Um, but it had, <laughs> you know, it had a schedule It had autographing that was going on. Same thing at celebration two, which was also in, in Indianapolis. So I kind of got to see, I got to skip a phase. Right. And then see celebration three and what it had, what it had become. So takeaway from that one was uh, my, my buddy, Kyle, and I, a uh, fellow celebration goer, waited in line overnight to see George Lucas um, at Celebration 3. Yeah. And, and that was an adventure too. Yeah. So, yeah, I didn't, I didn't uh, know about Celebration 1 and 2. I, I, log, I was on the force.net, you know, those, those boards and that website. And I saw him posting about Celebration 2. And I was like, what is, what is this? This sounds fun but it was like a month away and there's no way I was going to be able to make it. So then three came along and I was like, Oh, I'm going to three. I'm going to three. <laughs> I'm going to go this time. <laughs> and then my wife was like, eh, what, what, <laughs> what is this? And I think we've all had that conversation. Yeah. We? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, she is not nerdy. I don't know if you've ever met her. My sister is not nerdy <laughs> at all. Right. Yeah. She is now. Uh, but at this time, I mean, they yeah. were, I mean, yeah. she went to wealthy college, right? I mean, you know that. I mean, that's what Hillary Clinton, right? I mean, you're not getting nerds out of there. And so, and so I, I was always surprised when Justin would be like, oh, yeah, Rochelle's coming. I'm like, what? Yeah, so it was, yeah, it was cool. But yeah, if you haven't gotten the gist by now, Celebration bounces around just for the listeners. You know, it bounces around from location to location. In, in the US and at first it kind of dwelled there in like the Midwest it seemed like in, in Indianapolis for 
for celebration two and celebration three and then celebration four um is is where justin makes his grand entrance to celebration right yeah my cool. first one i talked my wife into going because it was we'll go to celebration and then we'll go to disneyland after nice <laughs> so that was the hook right there for her nice what was what was your experience with with celebration four being your your first time what did you kind of yeah. think of the whole thing what was your experience yeah well i thought i went didn't know what to expect you see pictures you're like oh everybody's dressed up or everybody's you know this way and that way but you get there and it's just normal people just yeah there's, yeah, there's people dressed up there are the the super nerds and stuff but most people is just you and me we're just hanging out we're going to this panel we're meeting mark hamill or you know celebration four they had dave prouse there i think that was his last one but um yeah it was just normal people having fun enjoying star wars and then just all the the collectibles that were there the posters the toys the high-end stuff the low-end stuff and it's just like whoa <laughs> this is amazing <laughs> this is like my heaven right <laughs> here is everything everything star wars anything you could think of i think that was the thing is just stuff you'd never think of there it was you're like what yeah they make that sort of thing that's awesome so that was my first impressions of it yeah i think and and mark you'll get this too like walking into the exhibit hall is like justin said it's like star wars mecca right and you've got you've got the music blasting overhead you've got every licensee you can think of and it's it's just awesome it's it's so cool you could literally spend days uh you know just cruising through the exhibit hall i wouldn't recommend it your, your feet yeah. might get tired right and yeah. so yeah. so sit down for a panel once in a while um but it's just it's it's awesome yeah <laughs> and that, that was probably the third thing that i i got from celebration was how exhausted i was at the end of the day <laughs> how how bad my feet hurt I'm hoping my construction on my feet all day background is going to pull, pull me through this because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be like looking at everything, right? Like this is amazing and, and stuff. So no, I'm, I'm, ex, I'm excited to see it all and um, kind of interesting to see how they do it, right? I've been looking at like the attendance, uh, you know, records and stuff. And there, I think what they said, uh, Celebration Orlando was about 70,000 people. And we've done, you know, events at 120,000 people. So I'm kind of, you know, gearing my mind around how, how uh, mm -hmm. packed we're going to be and things like that. Because that's, for me, that's half the battle, right? <laughs> Is uh, yeah. dealing with those, those uh, lines. Because I felt like Anaheim was just crowded nonstop. Everywhere you went, there was just too many people. But then LA was just fine. Celebration 4 was just fine crowd-wise. Um, Orlando was, it was crowded, but I didn't feel like I was crammed in like I was at Anaheim. So I think it depends on the venue. Uh, they, I don't know how they choose it in the first place, but I think they just, they go for what's available in space. That's my guess. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't tell you the logic of, of choosing Chicago McCormick place, right? Other than I guess McCormick place is the largest convention center in the country. Um, so hopefully to your point, Justin, hopefully that kind of helps with the crowds and, and feeling like we're in a, in a, you know, a clamshell together. Um, hmm. but for a while, I, I know after the Disney acquisition, once we had, when we had one in Anaheim, one in Orlando, I think 
the assumption was that that would keep going, right? That, that they would just bounce back and forth. And that way Disney could capitalize on park attendance and everything else that's in such close proximity to the convention. But then Chicago happened and, <laughs> and, and that's that. So yeah, I, I'd say part of it is probably to do with like venue availability. Um, and then maybe just like spreading it across, across the country. Yeah. I know that. So the company that runs celebration right now is read pop hmm. and they do, I think pretty sure they do C2E2 at Chicago. So it's probably, they have good connections there. It works well for C2E2. So they just pursued that option this year. Hmm. I was wondering like if like a like Fan X or something like that could bid on it or Salt Lake could, you know, and, and actually get it. Yeah. Well, there's rumors that Disney's going to do it from here on out, but that was a couple of years ago. They had the same rumor. So who knows? All I know yeah. is I'll be there. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so out of all the ones you've been to, Devin, which one was your favorite? Um... I'd, I'd like, I'd probably always say the last one that I went to, <laughs> right. Just because I, I mean, they're each distinct in their own way. Uh, but every time you kind of come away with a unique set of memories and stuff that you got to experience that time. And so last time was, was really cool though. I, I have to say in Orlando, because for me, at least that whole experience became like a two week experience for me. So I went to celebration and then I went to the parks for a week and then I ran some races as part of the, the run Disney program that was happening the following weekend. So I just stuck around for the entire like, like week and a half. Yeah. Um, and, and owed my wife after that, uh, big time, but <laughs> that was pretty cool because it wasn't just, it was celebration, but it was also this whole other, you know, kind of week, after that, there was, there was this whole big thing. So that's, that's pretty unique. I would say like, that's not always going to happen, but, um, kind of cool that it, that it did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I liked celebration or this last one in Orlando. Um, my favorite panel ever was there it was the 40th anniversary when yeah. George Lucas was there. Harrison Ford was there. Mark Hamill was there. They did the Carrie Fisher tributes you know, that whole experience, that was, that's the best Star Wars panel I've ever been to. So were you, did you get to be in the room for that one? Yeah, I was able to, to get in. I was kind of awesome. in the middle, so I wasn't close, but I mean, I was there. So that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. We, my, my buddies and I got into sort of the main overflow room mm. of it. So still really cool though. I mean, the energy in that room was just, yeah. was just palpable. Mark, have you, have you seen that panel by any chance? It's, it's up on YouTube. I, I haven't. I'll have to go look at it though. Um, but no, I, I haven't. I'm... Well, Justin probably never told you that it was up on YouTube. <laughs> to, be, yeah. to be fair, right? That's probably true. <laughs> he didn't even tell me anything, no. I know, like my, my sister had to come to me and be like, have you ever heard of this movie Star Wars? I'm like, no. It's not a bad segue either because ever since... Um, I think Celebration Anaheim, Justin, you can probably correct me on this, but ever since Celebration in Anaheim in 2015, uh, StarWars.com has covered the event. They've, they've live streamed it um, with the Star Wars show hosts, Andy, Andy Gutierrez and Anthony Carboni. 
uh, they'll be there again in Chicago. So if you're not able to make it, um, check it out on YouTube. They run eight to nine hour live streams every single day and broadcast most of the big panels, uh, tons of stuff that we're not going to be able to see because we're going to be there. Um, I'm going to come home afterward and probably spend a lot of time watching this stuff. But um, it's it's cool that they do that now for people who can't make it, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, I saw, I couldn't get into the Last Jedi panel in Orlando, but I watched it on my phone while I was standing in line at the Celebration Store for two hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to yeah. do something to kill, line, kill time in, in the store line. I know. Uh, <laughs> uh, so what's, Mark, you mentioned a little bit about some of the things you're looking forward to. Is there anything specific, like are you looking forward to the panels, um, autographs? getting pictures of cosplay or collecting some mugs? Uh, pictures of cosplay. Yeah. Some, uh, pictures, some, some collection stuff. Uh, I actually want to go do a photo op with Forrest Whitaker cause he'll be there. And I think that would be cool. <laughs> I thought about Hayden Christensen, but I don't know. He's all right. <laughs> so, uh, but you know, I'm, so those are a couple things that like I'm, I, I want to do. Uh, and I'm excited for, but I, I think mostly I'm just excited just to go for the first time and just to see things, you know, and see what it's all about and get involved and, uh, you know, really get into that fandom in, you know, more, I don't know, more deeply, more seriously, whatever the word is. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just become knowledgeable in it. I, I think it's a, a great, uh, great community. Um, so it'll be good uh, it's just those things i don't know like i like i said i just don't know a lot about it so it's hard for me to really pin down i, I always like panels that's kind of been my thing because that's where you you get to sit and a lot of times it's the people who've worked on the film who starred in the film who are involved in the films um they're talking about their experiences and for me that's the most uh, interesting informative just i connect better with those panels and because I know the movies back and forth, seen them 50 plus times. And, you know, I know the movies and the stories. So it's good to get the behind the scenes, see the the personalities of the different actors when they're not playing, you know, Luke Skywalker or, you know, whoever they're, they're their own person. So it's good to see that. And that's what I've always been most interested in is, is the panels. And this year they're doing a lottery system for the panels. Because before you'd have to camp out starting the night before or maybe even earlier and hope you get in, hope you make the cut to get into the panels. Uh, But they're doing a lottery system where you have to enter and if you get picked, you're you're pretty much guaranteed a spot. So what do you think about that, Devin, as far as moving? This is the first celebration they're doing that. Um, Is that a good idea, bad idea? What do you think? I think the first thing that comes to mind is just it's different, right? It's, it's so different than every prior celebration. And a lot of people don't like that, right? A lot of people, um, their favorite part of celebration is waiting in the lines, you know, and, and meeting fellow fans and, and building that camaraderie and stuff. And so I think that'll still be there to, to a degree. It just won't be overnight lines anymore. Um, and I'm happy about that, right? Like I, have slept on concrete more times than I care to admit at celebration. And I, I I'm excited. I think it's cool because it levels the playing field a little bit for everybody. Um, you know, just because you, you sleep on concrete overnight to get into the episode nine panel 
doesn't make you a better fan than anyone else, right? Right. Um, so I think I think it's cool. I think it's a good idea in the long run. Um, time will tell if if uh, Reed Pop has all the kinks worked out <laughs> and if if things run smoothly. So far, so good though, right? I think we've all entered the lotteries at this point, um, and it was it was fairly easy, I have to say. But um, we'll see once the the convention rolls around. But I'm anxious to see how it works out. Yeah, it'll be different for sure. Yeah. And if we get in, it'll be a great system. Yeah. So, so celebration has, uh, the, the Jedi master VIP bad shoulders. They actually have their own reserve seating already for every panel that they care to go to, too. So yeah, to your point, Mark, they're already, they're taken care of. And then the rest of us peasants who enter the lottery, it's, it's the luck of the draw, man. We gotta, we gotta hope for the best, but I I'd, I'd say the, the playing field's pretty even there. I don't know. I, I don't know for like the episode nine panel, the chances are maybe like one in three, one in four. Um, it's a pretty big venue. Yeah. It's a bigger venue than last time. Yeah. So it's, it's not like, you know, it's not like, like playing the lottery or anything like that. The actual lottery, uh, it'd, it'd be cool to get in. Yeah. Yeah. I think overall it's a good move. Um, cause yeah, I mean, if you sleep out, you're, you're more guaranteed a spot than, than normal, but you know, I'm getting old, man. I don't want to stay out all night <laughs> and sleep on the hard concrete. So I'll take my chances with this lottery. I mean, it, 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 it takes a toll too. Like I've, I've slept out for big panels before and you feel it the next day. Yeah. You know? So I, I think just the impact it'll have on overall enjoyment for yeah. the rest of the convention is, is big. Yeah. It kind of deadens the rest of your day too. If you, Mm-hmm. You don't really sleep. I mean, you doze here and there, but you don't sleep. So you have more energy for the rest of the day. So that's good. Yeah, exactly. I remember being in a, we were in a Rogue One panel uh, with my buddy in Orlando this last time. And I look over at him and he is, he is out cold. <laughs> He's just gone. And that's, I mean, that's what happens when you sleep out overnight. You can't enjoy the rest of the next day, which is yeah. a shame. So what are you looking forward to most for this next celebration, Devin? So I'm, I'm like you, I think the panels are what I look forward to the most, right? And this celebration is going to have more big announcements and big, big things drop on us than probably any, any other celebration too. And that's without any surprises that we're not already aware of. So uh, that, that's what I'm looking forward to the most. I, I have some autographs lined up. Um, gonna eat, gonna meet Ahmed Best, which I'm I'm excited about. Nice. You know, I, I I I don't love Jar Jar, you know, uh, but I love Ahmed Best, and and specifically like recently with the experiences that he's come out with, yeah, his his struggles and stuff. I just want to give that guy a hug or a fist bump and say, hey man, you're you're awesome. Thanks for thanks for being you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So looking forward to to some of that, and then just some of the exclusives and checking out the exhibitors and all that stuff. But yeah, the panels bring on, bring on the episode nine trailer, the Mandalorian. Galaxy's edge. Galaxy's edge. Yeah. 20th anniversary. You got the clone wars Wars. back resistance. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a bunch. Yeah. It'll be awesome. So to wrap things up, what's, what are your parting, thoughts on celebration Devin like what 
what's the the takeaway you've been to assuming your seventh and what are you getting out of all this what's what's your celebration experience wrapped up in a a couple minutes so i would say like especially if this is your first time going to celebration i'm i'm someone who likes to plan right especially when it comes to these kind of things i like to know what my priorities are and really get hyped about what i want to do and all of that stuff and all that's great but at the end of the day just just go with the flow and enjoy the camaraderie that celebration has to offer i think that's my biggest takeaway um from from celebration is yeah like it's okay to look forward to some of these big panels and exclusives and whatnot but if it doesn't happen for you don't let it ruin your whole experience. You know, there's, there's so much more to it than just that and, and make new friends. Don't be afraid to talk to people. You know, we're all there for the same reason. We love the same thing. Um, I've never met someone at celebration who I, I didn't instantly connect with because of that. And that's the coolest part of it is just the, the camaraderie um, and the fellowship with fans that you get. Uh, so stick to a, a pretty loose plan if you have to you know, have those things in mind that you want to do and prioritize maybe a couple of things, but if it doesn't happen, Hey, it's okay. You know, you can always watch the panels on, on the, the YouTube channel afterward. Um, but just enjoy your time there with, with all the other fans. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That's, that's my takeaway. Uh, in addition, just, just have fun. Um, I think, the collect the collecting's cool. There's a lot of cool exclusives, but that's just a small part. A lot of I know some guys who get totally engrossed into that, and I think it it can ruin their experience if they don't get the one thing that they want or the couple things that they want. So, like you said, just go with the flow. I mean, I've I think it was Celebration Five where I planned out everything. You know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go there. I'm going to buy this, and you can't do everything you plan. So I just learned like, well. Guess I'm not doing that. So what else am I going to do? And there's five other things you can do that hour that are just as fun. Some of the some of the best stuff. Sorry to, to jump in again. Justin. Some of the some of the best stuff that's ever happened at Celebration has been totally unplanned, right? Like I, I ran into Dave Filoni at Celebration Five and got his autograph. Right? That was that was awesome. Or waiting in line at I think it was uh, Celebration in Anaheim. And here comes Anthony Daniels coming, you know, up the stairs and he's holding this big Lego C-3PO that he was given in a panel. And I just kind of, you know, look over and smile and wave and he waves back and just cool stuff like that, that you can't, you can't possibly plan for, but it, it's going to happen. What are your final thoughts on celebration and going to Chicago in a couple of weeks? Uh, you know, I think one of the things that, that I've learned through our different uh, conventions that we've gone to is just go for for what it is you know you're going to star wars celebration show enjoy that you're going to be in lines you're going to be in uh around everyone crowding to try to do the same thing you are you know kind of like what you guys are saying you know there's a lot to do and if you can't do that specific thing that's all right uh and uh you know i one of the things i like is is uh kind of like what you guys talked about is you get to meet all these people that are interested in the exact same thing you are. You get to talk about the same exact stuff. You get to nerd out about the exact same characters and you know, you guys get a measure about who's, 
who's the bigger nerd kind of thing. And, and it's just fun, you know? And, and so for me going into it, that's something I'm keeping in mind is like, you know, I may want so-and-so's autograph or so-and-so's this or, or whatever it is. And, but, you know, I'm just there to have a good time with people. I, I enjoy having a good time with and, and I'm there for, for, for that. And so, uh, you know, I just, you know, keeping my head right and, and enjoying it and then realizing, Hey, I'm in Chicago. I've never been here before, you know, and you know, if I need a break, I'm spend a couple hours, go look at something in Chicago, you know? So I, I don't know, it's just going to be fun and, and I'm excited for it all around. And, uh, you know, like I've said before, I'm glad I have some guys to go with it that have been down this, this nerd hole. So. Yeah, definitely. I think, so this is our celebration pre-show and I imagine we'll do something while we're there. I don't know how in depth, but we'll check in and produce maybe a mini cast. But uh, and then afterwards we we'll want to do a, a post show and just talk about all the awesome things that we saw. So I'm sure it'll take a few hours to do that. But um so if you're willing to join us again at some point, Devin, we'd love to have you. You brought a great perspective to this episode, to our show, and um, look forward to hanging out with you in Chicago in a couple of weeks. Absolutely, guys. Yeah, let's connect after and do a, do a pre and a post analysis, yeah. right? Yeah. Of celebration. And there's a whole bunch of pizza with our names on it waiting for <laughs> us in a couple of weeks. So <laughs> loosen, loosen your belts and... <laughs> It'll be good. All right. So we want to thank you guys for joining us here on the Credible Nerds podcast uh, for our Star Wars Celebration Chicago pre-show. You can always follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Just search for Credible Nerds and you'll find us. Follow us there. Join in on the conversation. Comment on our posts. um, Ask us questions. You know, whatever the case may be, whatever you want to do. Um, We'd appreciate it. You can also follow us on patreon.com slash the Credible Nerds. Support us there. And we really appreciate you joining us. And if you want to send us an email, uh, we're at thecrediblenerds at gmail.com. So let us know what you think of our show. Ask us questions. We'll read it on air. We love our fans and we love hearing from you. And we want you to feel part of this, this endeavor. So thank you once again. And we'll, we'll catch you next time. And may the force be with you. See you guys. Bye, guys.